Welcome to another, our second podcast for clicks, calls, and conversions. And today we're going to talk about the conundrum of customers who are unhappy and they want you to take care of them. When are they right? When are they not right? And how should you deal with that? How should you deal with the situation when the customer says, I want a refund or you guys have messed up and you need to take care of me. And I've actually talked about this quite a bit in, in some of the uh, shorts, TikTok, short, TikTok or Facebook shorts or something like this. And I get questions constantly. In fact, I, I, I was just looking at comments and one person called me stingy because I'd suggested not to give a refund. And guess what? I may be stingy. I'm not going to say I'm not, but I'm going to share some of the reasons why I process it the way that I do and some things to think about so that when you are in a situation where you have an unhappy customer and you need to think about how do I take care of this situation in the best way that you have some ideas to, to, to use in your decision-making process. So here's number one. We live in a world where you pay for your Amazon Prime and you can drop off the stuff whenever you don't want it. You can go to your local, you know, go back to Walmart after you open something up and say, here you go, I don't want this anymore. And so we live in this world where you were surrounded by uh, a, the definition of customer satisfaction is if I'm not happy, you're going to give me my money back. Okay, sure. If you're not happy, you should get your money back. That's the principle of it. And, and it should be the principle of it. If the product isn't what you expected it to be, you should get your money back. So I want to make it very clear from the beginning that if you mess up, and you do something that is not delivering the service that should be expected. You shouldn't need to wait for the customer, but you should, of course, go back to them and say, here's what we're going to do. And it should be satisfactory to them. And of course, there's many examples in history going back to when I was, when I was a young boy and we unfortunately had somebody who, who put in aspirin uh, 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 um, uh, poison that killed people. And what did, what did, it wasn't, of course, the fault of the drug company who had these uh, medications on the shelf. It wasn't their fault, but they took responsibility, pulled everything off the shelf and changed their packaging for with protective sills that we're all familiar with today. And this is the first example that goes through my mind of a company who takes responsibility when something goes wrong and you take a proactive approach. In this case, they hadn't even done anything wrong. It was a crime committed against them and of course against some of the patrons of this of this product. So there are certainly a time and a place and a reason to give back and to take care of customers and to show that you know how to do that. I think it's very surprising to me when I have just that day had a customer call up and complain and say this and this and this and I go, okay, here's what we can do. And you end up giving them $2,000 back on a service. Now, I don't want to get that idea out there because it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. There are mistakes that happen and we do take responsibility for it. And then I'll turn around and I'll go have my own customer experience where I'm the customer and something goes wrong and they don't give me my money back. And I don't feel very good about that. And so it's really important when that, that I can take both sides of this. And, you, and, and, and the big question, the big, the, you know, why are we even having this conversation? Because I don't want to give $2,000 back, but of course I'm calculating this in my mind and I'm going, 
you know, of, of course, you can take the, the, the moral high ground and just say, doesn't matter whether it makes financial sense or not, we're going to do it. But, you know, I'm a pragmatic person. I'm going to make a financial decision that makes sense financially. So I'm going to look at it and go, okay, this client is uh, wants $2,000 back. They pay us $100 a month. So it's going to take us 20 months in order to be able to make our money back. Is that really worth it? In which case I go, no, absolutely not worth it. And I'll tell you, this actually, this scenario ha has actually happened. And then, of course, you go, yeah, but this person knows all of these other people. And if we don't make this customer happy, all the other ones. And then you look at it and go, is it really our fault? Oh, not really our fault. But in this situation, because of the scenario, it's not worth the bad press. It's not worth the bad review. And so we're going to do it and come up with our own algorithm that says it's worth the money because it doesn't put this group of customers at risk. And so we go ahead and do it. And so for me, these are financial decisions. Uh, you know, number one, is it our fault or not? Number two, what's the backlash that would ca happen if I don't do this? And then number three, it's not our fault. There isn't backlash. We want to make this customer happy. Now what? And that's what I'm going to talk about now. So you could just assume that if it's your fault, Take, take care of it, take responsibility. There are some things we're gonna talk about right now that will help you in that situation where you don't have to give everything back. But in general, if you make a mistake, solve it. If it's gonna give you enough backlash, it's gonna cost more than the, the, the financial damage of returning or refunding or whatever it is you're doing, that's a factor you must weigh in. And you wanna make sure that people on your front lines represent the company the same way. So it's not always having to go up to the top and whoever's gonna make that decision. And then, and then there's this final one, which is it's not your fault. There's no financial blowback by doing this. So now what do you do? Well, here's what you do. You, uh, you, you, you get to know your customer. You get to know your customer really, really well. Now, that's a whole nother podcast. But this is probably the most important podcast, really, for how to convert. And that's really what this is about today, is this is about how to convert. You've got the customer. You don't want to lose other customers. So this is really after conversion, but I think it's still going to be a very important piece because this is the full circle of uh, making sure you get keep those uh, re referrals and references and the feedback people are going to put online all in line or your message isn't going to start from the front for that first click. So here we go. You've got to consider who your customer is. What do they really value? It doesn't matter really what you're studying in communication. It's always going to come back to, do you know your customer? And most people don't. Most people think they do. In fact, the hubris of most of my customer service reps over the 21 years of my company being in business has been that they thought they had this fantastic relationship with the client. And in some cases, there were some good ones out there. I'm not going to say there wasn't. But most of the time, that was a very superficial relationship and the client didn't always stay for that relationship. And if a client's constantly asking you for money, then they're just doing it for their benefit. And I could go on and on. Most of the time, we did not know our customer enough. We knew the things on the top. We didn't know the things underneath. The, the question behind the question, you know, this is what they're saying, but what's really going on beneath. I know that they like this product, but why do they like it? What's the value? How do they really use it? How does a business really operate? And so it's easy to justify it and go, look, I, I know what I need to know. This is, this is the product they want. I'm giving them the product they asked for. And it's always simplest and easiest to just go the easy road. That's what they asked for. I'm giving that to them. But what I have found across the board in every aspect of communication is that that's not enough. 
You have to know more about your customer. And the more you know, the better you can negotiate. The more you know, the better you can solve problems. The more you know, the less refund you have to give, which is what this is all about. So let me explain what that really means. If in the case of a customer coming back to you and saying, this is the service that I expected, these are the things that happened and I lost a lot of money and you owe me money now. That's when you, of course, always follow these steps. Do not get defensive. Do not take it personal. Listen, show them you listened and empathize. That's a lot of stuff. And of course, I've spoken about this in other uh, uh, videos that I've posted as well, but let's make sure that we're really clear on that. Do not take it personally. Do not get defensive. Put your palms out. Look at, look at them in the eye. Don't cross your arms. And of course, if it's over the phone, you have to do all that verbally. And you do that verbally by going, oh yeah, okay. Let me make sure that I'm understanding you correctly. And you repeat back everything that they're saying. Am I getting that right? Even if they're angry and even if they're attacking you, that's how you would respond. And you go, this is important to me. We value you as a customer. I'd feel the same way if I was, if I was having the same situation that you're describing to me. I understand what you're going through. Let's see what we can do to take care of this because we want to make sure that you are happy with us, that we can have a long future with you, and that, of course, we do what's right for you and for us in this situation. That is fundamental to everything, this flow of what, we just, of what I just went over. And if you do that right, you disarm them, you make a friend, they feel like you're gonna work with them, they don't feel like you're across the table arguing with them, defending something, or whatever the case may be. And that's really important. Now, again, back to the original conundrum, do you give them back everything? Do you refund them? Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you, do you give it all up? Or do you hold your ground? Now, it is true that there is lots of value and holding your ground. You show more value. And there's a point at which it goes beyond where, you know, beyond to I'm gonna lose the customer over it. But you gotta hold your ground every time. So number one, hold your ground, which means this is why we did this. This is why it matters. I'm explaining the process. You understand from our standpoint that these are our costs. This is our effort. This is what we did. Here's the, the process we followed to get to this point. And you explain all of that. And you make sure that they understand. You send them documentation if necessary. You send them proof. You send them logs. Whatever it is. So they understand where you're coming from. And you build that up to the point where it might even seem at some point in this resolution with them that you're not going to budge because you clearly have a really strong position. But you say, look, we, even though that's all true, we want to understand you. So let's dig into you a little bit more. Let's understand you. Let's see what's going on with your business. Let's understand the, the process. Would you mind doing that with me? Now, they're sitting here in their head going, you know, this is a $2,000 spend. This is my vendor. They, they seem to really be sincere and caring and, and understanding and wanting to help. Let me open up. And this gives them you the opportunity to really get them to open up and explain what's going on. And this is where you dig. I mean, you've got to be curious. You've got to be, you know, researching online and going, what about this? And what about that? And, what, and your real goal is to understand the details of every aspect of their business, because this is where you're going to find the opportunity. And what happens more often than not is when you do this well, when you do this to the point that you really understand them, that's when you can come back to them and go, you know, here's what I'm thinking. 
It sounds to me like we can, instead of, you know, I'm not going to say instead of giving you A, but I'm going to say what I can do. I'm not going to say what I can't do. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to say what I can do. I'm going to say, I, it sounds to me like because your process is this, this, and this, we can help you in these other ways that we hadn't actually understood before. And so, well, we don't feel like we're culpable for this issue and, and certainly not it wasn't something we did or we caused. We, that doesn't take away from the pain and the problems you're dealing with. And we want to be your partner in getting through this together. So what I've seen is that we can help you here, here, and here, which is not something we were doing before. And by doing that, here's the ROI. And this is the whole sales pitch, right? Like here's the ROI. Here's why this is valuable. Here's what we can do. So here's what I would propose. I propose that we give you this $2,000 credit towards these services that are going to be a direct impact to this area and save you money in these ways. And that way, we both win. We, of course, want to prove more value. We want to make you more money. This is how we can do it. We, we also want you to feel compensated for this issue. And so this is going to compensate you for that. And it's a win all the way around. Now, you may be listening to this and going, that just sounds too oversimplified. What about in this situation? What about that? Look, give me the situation. Like, come to me right now with that situation. I'll tell you the first thing I'm going to do is want to pick up the phone and talk with whoever your client is and just start digging, digging, digging. And so I can already see that there's a big opportunity here in this podcast for me to spend a majority of the time just talking about how to get a customer to open up. And I'll tell you, I don't give general information without actually having calls to play. And so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to make sure that with my team, we start capturing those calls so I can play those in the future. And at some point, some podcast in the future, we're going to have some calls where we actually have this happening. We're going to talk through, here's the problem. And here's what we did to find the solution so that I can go step by step. But I can tell you that in general, the process I've already outlined is the process that we almost always follow. And we're usually able to do it because if you step back from everything I just said, and I'm going to, sum, let me, let me summarize it real quick. Put them at ease. Don't take it personally. Empathize. Let them know that you care. Now, dig in, understand aspects of their business you didn't understand before, looking for ways to, pro to provide additional value. When you see that additional value, give them the refund in the form of credits towards that service, which then expands your service with them. You don't lose any of the revenue you've already gained from them. And you're able then to prove the value in something new. Should you be exploring it and knowing the customer already anyway? Yes, you should, but you'd be surprised how much you don't. So this gives you that opportunity when there's a problem, you have to dig in. Now, of course, if you were probing and digging and understanding and offering value in these other areas, you would probably not even have them calling up wanting for a refund because they would have a relationship with you where you, they, because if you really step back with that summary, you understand what the customer hears is, these guys are fighting for me. These guys are taking care of me. These guys want me to be their, 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 their client. And they're really willing to do whatever it takes to work with us. And that's the kind of company I want to work with. And so in the end, it's not about the money anymore. It's like, wow, I, you know, these are the kind of people I want to work with. And it is so rare, so hard to find people who are really trying that hard that when people, when, when your clients, when your clients see that, that their vendor is working that hard, they're like, 
I, you have to really mess up to lose somebody when they see that. But it, it's not just being nice. It's not just the superficial stuff. It's digging in deep and really understanding their business so you can come back and show them that you're the expert. So this, that's today's podcast. It's not the click, although it makes sure the clicks, more clicks happen because you don't lose, lose uh, on bad referrals, bad references. It's, it's, it's not the call, although it happens on a call. This is the call after they've been a customer. This, is, this isn't even the conversion. Although, as you just heard, this is about how to close additional business when somebody's worried about the core business that you've originally uh, set them up with. So that's it. That's, that's your click call conversion and how we're going to keep that cycle going. Do you give a refund? Yes. Do you give it every time? No. And every time you should be looking for opportunities to understand their business better so that you can give them a credit rather than a refund. Please subscribe, share, like, comment, let us know what you're thinking so we can wrap around those questions in future podcasts and future responses. We want to make sure that this is highly valuable to you. So what are the questions you have? What are the things you're wanting to get more information about?